Hello, this is Emily Gower, your host for your Extraordinary Life podcast, where my heartfelt mission is to inspire you to find your purpose, create the career and the life that you dream of, and truly manifest the extraordinary future that you deserve. Let's dive in and let's start the next episode where I'm going to be helping you to fulfill your soul's calling on earth and mastering the life that you desire. Hello, hello, and welcome to our next episode together, where we are going to talk all about self-love and more specifically, ideas for how you can deepen your self-love, your self-worth, and your self-care. Now, of course, this is a hot topic. There's a lot of coaches, a lot of people in the business space and also the personal growth space that focus in on self-love. And I love that because Your self-love, your relationship with who you are really does set the tone and set the foundation for everything that you will achieve in life. A person who loves and values and respects who they are will have a life that is higher in quality than somebody who is too busy like beating themselves up to go out and do what they love in the world. And so this is an incredibly important topic. Now, when it comes to like self-love and self-care, most people think, like a spa pamper day, right? (laughs) Which by the way is amazing. I think that's a fabulous strategy for self-care, but they think about taking a personal day and, you know, going and getting like a mani-pedi or whatever the male version of that is. And I think there's a lot of value in that, but ultimately self-care and self-worth, self-love are so much bigger than that. I believe that self-love is how we live our life. It's how we engage with our life on a day-to-day basis. It's what we do in order to master this. And so self-love is not something that you just have moments of like, oh, today I'm working and tomorrow I'll do some self-love. It's something that we try to build in as the foundation of our life. So this is what has inspired this particular episode where we are going to explore many different expressions of self-love. And the focus here is to give you ideas to boost your level of love for yourself. And what I'm doing here is drawing from my own life in the many different ways that I have managed to value and love and express love for myself. This is all about how you can improve your life day by day, year by year from the inside out by improving that relationship with who you are, not just in how you perceive yourself, but also through the different ways that you master your life across every area. I believe that the greatest expression of self-love is to give yourself the life that you love. And you'll remember when I was 19 years old and I was hitting rock bottom and I was near suicidally depressed, I made a decision deep down, a commitment to myself that I would do whatever it took to live an extraordinary life. And that was the biggest declaration of self-love that I've ever given myself. And I've got goosebumps and like tears coming to my eyes, even reflecting on that today, because I still feel that I didn't just want a spa pamper day every now and again. I wanted to fundamentally live a life where I could empower myself and do what I love and fulfill my purpose. And that is what I want for you. So my invitation here is for you to use this episode as an opportunity for reflection across the different areas of your life, but also some ideas on what you could do next. And ultimately, this will give you that opportunity to say, oh, I'm, I'm pretty strong in this area, but I could do some work over here. And that would really help me in my life right now. So my goal is to help you to refine your life plan, to help you to master your life simply through giving you different areas that you could expand on. And there are actually 13 
So 13 smaller areas were actually the rule quite big, but we're going to cover these uh, across the board to just, again, give you that that inspiration and the uh, and the guidance on like what does that actually look like like self-love in motion what do you mean by that you know so the goal here is to help you to live your life from that foundation of self-love and self-worth remembering that deepening your self-love is a lifetime commitment you know it's not just something you do on a Friday <laughs> so we're going to dive in we talk about the many expressions of self-love And this is where we're going to run through the individual 13 different ways that I, on a regular basis, express self-love for who I am. And the first one is to find and create a career that lights you up. And this is incredibly significant. We spend a huge portion of our life at work. And so this is one of the most important areas I find people can work on when it comes to giving themselves the life that is extraordinary is a career where your work and your heart feel like they are united and they are one. If you're doing what you love every day in your job or in your business, you are giving yourself the ultimate gift, the gift of being able to use your talents to do work that brings out the best of you, work that challenges you in the right way. You know, sometimes there's work that challenges you and it's not particularly the right way. It's almost bringing out the worst of you. We want the work that brings out the best of you, your gifts, your strengths, and the work, the type of work or a career path that allows you to unfold and unlock the potential and the many other gifts that are also within you. So this is number one is to reflect, you know, am I doing what I love for work? How could I change my work life so that I feel completely lit up? on a day-to-day, week-to-week, year-to-year basis because I'm I'm fulfilling my life's work, my soul inside of my career. So that's area number one. Area number two is about living and spending your life in places that you love to be in. So when I'm talking about this, I'm literally talking about your environment. So this is going to be first, I think first and foremost, your home environment So ensuring that you are living somewhere where you feel that you're at home. This is a big part of your foundation in life. Some people say that it's really connected to like your root chakra. It's your foundation. It's your nest. And for a lot of people, it's like their stage, their resting place. But if you don't feel that you're at home or you're uncomfortable or something in your home space doesn't work for you, even just the fact that it's like the wrong building, for example, is this an area that you can shift? What could you do to raise the energy of your home space? Even if you already are in a house or a home that you really love and you're living with the right people, what could you do to enhance that? And then the second aspect is the environments you spend time in outside of your home. So what about social environments? What about your where you actually spend time in terms of leisure? Are you spending enough time in the places that genuinely deeply inspire you? Now, to give you a simple example of this, I know that I love to be in the city. I like to spend some time in there. I don't necessarily want to live in the city. It becomes a little overstimulating um, and it can be a little bit stressful, lots of energy moving around. But I do love to go into the city and spend some concentrated time there filling my cup. There's something about being amongst people. I'm walking through the mall or I'm along the river and I've got music in my ears and I'm absorbing and it gives me this beautiful time out. I say it refuels me and and leaves me feeling sufficiently inspired. So I know that this is an environment that in order to for me to feel fulfilled, this is what I want. I want to be able to give that to myself. And it's an expression of self-love. 
If you love who you are, you will seek to spend your time and your life in environments that you love to be in, whether that is business seminars or spending time with your quality time with friends or being in and amongst family, you will look for those spaces and those environments where you feel most yourself. So that is area number two is all about your environment. Number three is about money. So this is an area you can reflect on for yourself is I believe that when somebody truly loves who they are, they start to take care of their financial future. And this is just my personal belief is that I believe all human beings do have a value on money deep down, but sometimes our value on yourself is so low that we suppress our value on money. When you have healthy self-love, you will want to set yourself up financially, make sure you're taken care of and own this area of life for yourself and awaken your power in this area. So when you have self-love flowing beautifully, you will save money religiously. You'll seek to grow a wealth portfolio. You'll organize your money. You'll make sure you've got a plan that works for you and you'll do what you can to put yourself in the best financial situation possible with your capabilities, um, abilities, talents, gifts, etc. So how are you with your relationship with money right now? Is this an area where you could raise your game? I had to work very hard at this. I didn't originally have a very high value uh, on money and also I didn't have a really rock solid self-worth. So it was only probably through my late 20s that I started to develop this and I had to work incredibly hard on both areas, on my self-respect and self-love, but also on my my structures around money. And I realized that every time I saved money, every time I put money into investments, it is the ultimate expression of self-love. I'm saying, Emily, I love you. Thank you for the work that you do. I love and respect who you are. It's powerful. I think that building wealth is actually an incredibly um, incredibly potent self-growth path in terms of expanding self-love. So this may be an area that you know needs some attention. Number four is all about strong, clear boundaries on communication and personal space. We could do a whole episode just on boundaries, by the way. In fact, I know I've mentioned this in one of my podcast topics before, but this is about understanding what your boundaries are around communication, around when you're available, on what platforms people can communicate with you, Uh, And also about personal space. So I don't have Facebook Messenger on my phone. I don't have my work emails on my phone. I keep healthy boundaries around communication. This is to allow me to have wellness, to make sure that I do not become too frazzled or stressed or empty, and to make sure I have the energy to do what I do. Protecting my personal space is incredibly important. I live with my partner. I live with my man. I absolutely adore him, but we both still need personal space and we respect that. And if I say to him, I'm going into the city, I, I love you, but I, I just need a couple of days. He says, okay, love you. I'll see you when you get back. And there's a lot of respect around personal space. Even if he was uncomfortable with me going, I would still go because this is so important. Now I have the, I have the right partner in my life, which we will talk about. Actually, it's coming up next. It's all about relationship. I have the right partner in my life to, that just allows me to be who I am and vice versa. But it is so fundamentally important that you have these clear boundaries and that you do have the space that you need, whether that is, you know, I need an hour first thing in the morning for me to, you know, prepare myself for the day or, um, you know, I don't want to work, you know, with clients three days a week. I want to work just one day a week, whatever that looks like for you. Only you're going to know what this is, but this is an area where you can express love for yourself by having those boundaries and making sure that your energy is being protected. Now, number five is to allow yourself to attract and receive the partner 
and relationship that is perfect for you. And this is a beautiful segue, a sort of unintentional segue into the topic of relationships. This is an area where, you know, I had a significant transformation. There is a whole um, podcast episode where I talked about my journey in relationships, where I transitioned from sacrificing myself and trying to change myself for a partner to realizing that I would prefer to be on my own than to be with someone that wasn't quite quite right for me. And that was that self-love shift that allowed me to actually attract and experience a relationship where this man is my fit. He's my match in life. And you can feel it when two people are aligned. You can also feel it when you're not aligned. So when you express that self-love, you will value yourself enough to attract that right person into your life. You believe that they exist because they do. Your perfect match is out there. And you believe that they will find their way to you and they will. You just have to have that self-love first and foremost to attract that in. So a huge area. I know a very big topic around uh, relationships. Number six is to heal the emotional stuff, quote unquote stuff, that weighs down your spirit. It is very difficult to create the life that you love for yourself if you are really weighed down by wounding and struggles and stresses and things that have been bothering you emotionally for decades, literally decades. And people hold on like we do that. We hold on to things from childhood, not because we're necessarily trying to, but because we just haven't had the opportunity to resolve them. And so one of the ways that I express self-love for myself on a regular basis is to keep peeling away those layers of the onion to reveal more and more of who I truly am and to make sure that I don't create my life from wounding. I create it from my soul, from my heart, from who I truly am. And so you constantly shifting between these states of feeling a little bit wounded by something, something that emotional that we need to resolve and your inner leader that knows exactly what to do and is willing to go and do it. So making it a priority to work on your emotions, to heal, to resolve, to make personal development an innate part of your life. This is an enormous expression of self-love to say, I refuse to go through life being bitter. I refuse to let adult life, you know, weigh on my spirit in such a way that I can't function and valuing and loving yourself enough to get the help that you need, whatever that looks like. I have coaches that work with me. I don't do this on my own. I do also absolutely do work on my own, but I allow myself to receive that support because I know that I'm no good to the world if I'm holding on to everything that happened in the past. And the same is true for you. So that is number six. Number seven is all about your body. So now we're talking about your relationship with your physical earth self, which is your physiology. And this relates to taking supplements, getting treatments, the way that you eat, the way you live, the way you drink, the way you move, and how that is impacting your body. And when your self-love is flowing deeply, you will have an innate desire to take better care of your physical self. So instead of using your body like, uh, like a dumping ground or you know eating foods that you know fundamentally are not good for you or doing things that you know are actually harming you, you'll find that self-love from within that will enable you to find the willpower and to build yourself up from within, starting with those physical habits, those physical foundations. Now it's time for a conversation about day spas <laughs> because this is how you take care, part of how you take care of your body. It's how often you go and get massage therapy. Do you, I love reflexology. I get reflexology regularly. Do you get reflexology? Are you having things like acupuncture? Do you see a chiropractor? When was the last time you saw a dentist? You know, these are things that we can do in the physical area that empower us and allow us to create that life 
These are an expression of self-love to say, I love you. I want you to have healthy teeth, great skin, organs that function the way they were designed to. So the physical area of life can be an area you can look at for yourself right now. So can I express more love to myself in this area? Can I lean in? Can I express more love to who I am by the way I treat my body? What could I change? All right, number eight. It's all about speaking your truth. This is around self-expression and ultimately sharing what is inside your heart and expressing your love. And this is, can, I think for some people be an enormous topic, but when you love you, you value you. And when you value yourself, you value the voice that's within you. And that means you value your feelings. So you don't just bite your feelings back. If someone says to you, is this okay with you? And it's not okay with you. And you bite your tongue instead of telling them, or you tell them, oh, no, 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 it's fine, but it's not, you're cheating on yourself. Self-love in expressing your voice means that you would say to the person, actually, it's not okay with me. Maybe we could find something that works a little bit better. Now, this is something I had to learn to do because I was a little bit of a doormat. Uh, as a teenager, I was very shy. It took me a long time to find my voice. I believe that writing regularly helped me with that because writing helped me to express my feelings. And when I could do it on the page, it became a lot easier to do it, I guess, on the stage or on the stage of life and to do it in a one-on-one -on -one setting. So you can practice at this, but this is ultimately about ensuring that you can speak your mind, you can share your truth and make sure that, you know, you don't have someone kind of walking through your territory um, without permission, so to speak. So this is relevant in every area. If it's not okay, it's not okay. We don't try to make it okay. You, you know, speak your feeling, share what's also inside your heart. So this is not just about kind of like boundaries. This is also about being willing to share what's within you with the world. And this comes to things like your creative force, your artwork, your writing, whatever it is that you would love to share with the world. This also comes under that category. I think of speaking your truth and being who you are. Number nine is about buying yourself little gifts. And yes, this is little being a little bit material, but with meaning. So having things, there are things you want, right? Could be a really good pen, could be a beautiful car, could be a certain handbag, piece of clothing, something, even the right laptop, whatever that looks like for you. This is about your, you expressing love to yourself by buying yourself some gifts occasionally that say you're awesome and you're a badass and I value you and you freaking deserve this. So we don't wait for the man of our dreams or the woman of our dreams or someone around us to give ourselves the thing that we most want for who we are. If you want that beautiful camera, then find a way to get it for yourself. I do believe that this is a, an important part of self-love. Sometimes you can shift your self-love and self-worth in the right direction just by valuing yourself enough and going and getting the thing that you look for, for your, from yourself, the thing that you want. So number nine is, is about buying gifts. I do believe that we can love ourselves through the things that we uh, allow ourselves to give ourselves. Now, I do have a little bit of a side note here. I'm not saying, you know, go and do a ton of retail therapy. You want to do everything holistically, but I think you feel this already that this is about those things that are particularly special, not, not the many, many, many things, but the few things that stand out to you as being particularly meaningful. So that's number nine is buying yourself gifts. Number 10 is about following through on your intuitions and trusting your guidance from your soul. So as an expression of self-love, when you have an intuition or a guidance from within that says, hey, go here, do this, invest in that training, follow it. It is really that simple. And we get into a good practice with this for ourselves. 
a healthy practice of your intuition or your inner guidance saying, you know, put this on your subject line for your next email, or you should call your program this, or, you know, buy that particular thing or go to this particular event. This is where you're trusting, right? You're trusting yourself. This is what it does. It builds that self-love through trust, through following through on your higher guidance. All right. Number 11 is about really about courage. We just did a whole episode on courage. So I would actually go and listen to that if you haven't already. But this is about never giving up on your dream, on your purpose, on your destiny, no matter how big those obstacles might be. And courage is an enormous part of this. But what I want to say here is that you can express love for yourself by picking yourself up again, no matter how hard you might have fallen. And I have had some times in my life where I had to rebuild from within. I had to rebuild things financially or I needed to rebuild my life after a relationship. And so I understand what it's like to have those adversities and for your dignity to be kind of challenged and for your relationship with yourself to be put under pressure. I understand what that is like on an emotional level. And when you love who you are, like you dig deep, you'll find that courage, you'll find that strength to keep going no matter what. So if you're in a time of transition and there's a lot of struggle going on right now, keep drawing on that love for who you are and persist with your path no matter what challenge or obstacle you might be facing right now. And finally, number 12 and 13. Number 12 is about asking for support. And asking for support is not just about reaching out and asking for help because you know that you need it and you recognize that you need it. It's also about being open to the solution. And this is an internal kind of game where sometimes we're, we're asking for help, but we're not really ready for the solution. So deepen that self-love and open your being. Allow yourself to receive the solution, to have exactly what you need or the right person fall right into your path to help you. Rather than holding on to the rock, hold on to that vision and let the rock fall away. So be willing. Don't suffer in silence. Be willing to ask for support. Be willing to reach out. There's no shame in having adversity. Every single human being, all 8 billion plus of us have adversities. It's not to be ashamed of. And the moment you voice it, you can start to overcome it. And finally, number 13, and this is the many expressions of self-love that we've been covering in this episode, is to make sure that you live each moment fully, feeling and experiencing the beauty of life. No matter how deep you need to look, make sure that you find this. This is the gift you give yourself is being present on a day-to-day basis. You don't want to rush your way through your whole life and miss it or go down a path just because someone else said that you should. This is about making sure that you're conscious, that you're present, you're listening to your heart and ultimately are living in alignment with your soul so that you can feel the love, the beauty and the magic of life and receive the guidance that the universe, that your heart and soul are trying to give you. So we have been exploring the many different ways, and there are many more. I'm sure that this is not all of them, but these are the many ways that you can express love for yourself on a regular basis. These are, I'd say, almost my top 13 areas. If you ask me, you know, hey, and what are you doing to make your career better this week? Or are you spending time in your environments? Are you saving money this week? How are your boundaries? You know, are you with the right partner? Are you looking after your body? Are you healing your stuff? I can tell you, actually, it's quite quite an awareness for me to even list those out because I can tell you that I have done all of those in the last week, that I speak my truth. I'm doing it right now by recording this episode. I do follow my intuition and trust my guidance. I'm very persistent and patient on my path. I'm not always patient. <laughs> With certain things, I'm patient. I do get impatient at times. I do ask for support. 
And I do make an effort to live each moment fully. And do you know what? I know we did a whole episode where I talked about my father who passed away at the start of 2022. And um, I was, you know, so reminded of the precious nature of life and the precious value of life. And this made me want to live even more fully for myself and to love myself and to give myself the life that I know he would have wanted and that I know I want inside myself. So your life is precious. And no matter what you can do, remember, it's all love. Everything that we've talked about in this episode, everything that I talk about in this whole podcast are big and little ways for you to say to yourself, I've got your back. I trust you, I value you, and I love you. These are daily expressions of self-care. They're weekly actions of self-respect and regular moments of self-appreciation. Everything that you do for the world around you is extraordinary, but what you do for yourself is necessary because without that inner love, that inner care, that inner tenderness, you won't flourish in the way that you deserve to. And I believe that you are worthier than you can possibly imagine. So open up and feel it, express your love to yourself daily and never give up in providing for yourself the future that you desire, the future that you dream of and the future that you truly do deserve. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Your Extraordinary Life. I can't wait to share even more inspiration with you in our next episode. If you would love even more guidance, to help you to create your extraordinary life, then be sure to follow me on other social media platforms, including Instagram and YouTube, and of course, Facebook, so that I can share with you daily inspiration and tips and wisdom that is going to inspire you to live boldly in pursuit of your purpose. If you type me in as Emily Gower, G-O-W-O-R, on any of these platforms, you will find me. And I would love to hear from you, even if you have some feedback and let me know which one of your podcast episodes was your favorite. I can't wait to connect with you again soon. See you in our next episode.